Opal's Comet, a new production by Mr. Wilsons, written by Sonia Moorhead, with music from the Greyhounds. Episode 6, Borrowed Time. Not so far away, the kingfisher stood, rubbing his stinging chest and swallowed hard, distrusting his own escape from the rapid thaw. He too scanned the earth and sky for signs of his brother's arrival when, at a distance, he finally spied the tiny figure of his wife. She was running along the far side of the estuary. A surge of emotion overcame him and he breathlessly fell to his knees. Helplessly, he watched a new scene unfold before him. His brother's golden barge could now be seen in full sail burning a course down river. Unknown to the summer prince, it was heading straight for a maelstrom of demons at the mouth of the estuary. The ship would surely be sunk and all of daylight lost with it. The dark figure of the Queen was running at full tilt along the sand towards the place where it would be most likely scuttled. At first, the Kingfisher thought she was crying out to warn the Prince, but then a new horror gripped him. He realised that the Queen was, in fact, screeching orders to these gigantic monsters to halt the barge before it entered the sea. Surely, she wouldn't drown daylight. She wouldn't sink the world into permanent darkness forever. The Kingfisher desperately called to the Queen, terrified that she might be dragged into the tide or worse, consumed by the beasts she had created. But she could only hear the wind in her ears and blood pounding in her throat. She ran hard and fast along the long peninsula of rocks where she directed her strange armada to churn the water into a riptide. Oblivious of any danger, the Summer Prince stood heroic on deck, looking out at the horizon. He delighted in the transformation caused by his mere presence. Before his very eyes, the cold, dark coast was floodlit with warm, golden sunshine. The people of the world stepped out of their houses. They waved and cheered as he passed by. Sunshine, and with it hope, was finally returning. The Queen was determined to grasp hold of it, so it could never be stolen again. Just as the boat mounted its first tidal wave, the drowning throng with long, tendrilled limbs embraced the golden barge. They lifted it high into the air like a trophy. Panic-stricken, the howling sailors reached out for one another and clung to the mast and rigging. The summer prince tightly knitted his fingers around a cord on the ship's bell just as his body skidded with gravity along the deck. He dangled there with his eyes shut tight. 
The waves boiled around the beast's flailing bodies, causing the crowded sea to lurch and spit. For a moment, the barge vanished under the deluge, only to reappear mid-air, draining seawater from its smashed hull. The Queen commanded it to be lowered onto the land. Once balanced, the golden barge seemed to sigh with relief as it teetered in its unexpected resting place amongst the rocks. The Summer Prince only opened his eyes in time to see his bountiful cargo of sunshine and daylight gently take flight over the sea into the sky. It was as the Queen walked along the coast with her king the very next day that the little sphere, washed by the returning water, revealed itself from under the retreating ice. The sunlight of a new dawn caught and pooled in the small milky orb. Strange and yet entirely familiar, only a mother having grown that very object in her body could have recognised her irretrievable daughter at that distance. In an instant, the Queen darted to the place where it lay inertly in the mud. She halted on her knees and scooped the object up in her hands, gathering it to her heart. Cradling it and wiping it clean in her ragged gown, she saw the face of the object and wept. It was an opal, a perfect, round opal. All that remained of opal, her beautiful daughter. All that had gone before would never be again. They had dropped the baby from the sky. A comet had flown. The world would never be the same. The Queen wished she could stop time. But time comes for us all and the universe ruled on despite her grief. Before the old kingfisher could touch his wife or kiss farewell to the remains of their child, before the summer prince truly understood what had been revealed or lost, before the queen of the night could shed another tear, she stood, bent her knees and launched the beautiful opal into the outstretched cloak of sky. There, she caught on the last dark corners of nighttime and remains suspended, out of harm's reach. The king of the day and the queen of the night were reunited on the horizon over the sea. They take careful custody of the world, balancing day and night in every season. Summer carries on much like before and the foolish people of the world love it. Kingfishers stay far away from the sea. And from up high, the constant moon, our light in the darkness, observes them all. A silent ghost, unforgotten, an opal in the sky.
If you enjoyed this episode, why not subscribe to our podcast channel? Opal's Comet is touring the inland waterways of England as a waterborne artwork using live performance and music to explore grief. It's free to the public, so check out our website for show details and join us. You can also support Mr. Wilson's to create more content like this by donating via Patreon. We continue to champion live music and bring original performances to public spaces. Thank you.